Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the EFG Daily Commute. My name is Steven Dutzman, and I am your host, as always. I am also the founder of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. That is a website where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to make sure everyone has the information they need to get their family game on. Today, I want to talk a little bit about Dr. Mario. Not the classic NES title, not Dr. Luigi, the uh, Wii U digital title that was fine. Um, I want to talk about Dr. Mario World, which is essentially Dr. Mario on mobile. Um, this is a this is coming out July 10th, which is very very soon, um, and is. I would say it has the potential to be Nintendo's biggest mobile game yet. Now, Nintendo has said for a while now um, that one of their goals is to experiment in the mobile space and find a way to turn mobile gaming into another pillar of their business to help them diversify and help weather the storm for... Um, you know, because console sales are full of peaks and valleys. They're unstable, right? Think about the, what Nintendo has gone through. They got to deal with the blasting, crazy success of the Wii, followed by the Wii U, which in spite of its great library, was a failure, right? So they, and obviously when their consoles fail, they as a company suffer. Now, they're not in a position where they're going to go out of business. A lot of people talk about Nintendo struggling, quote unquote. Listen, they got a billion dollars in the bank. Um, they are a massive company that is set up for long-term success. And part of that is because they've been around for more than a century. And they have they make very smart and savvy business decisions. Um so, you know, they, they're not going anywhere, but they do, they are a publicly traded company. They do have a responsibility to their stakeholders that, um, or stockholders rather, they, they owe it to them to be more stable. So this, this mobile business is something that they have planned to experiment in. They're kind of playing the long game to create a series of mobile titles that will help kind of supplement their console sales in the event that console sales are not up to par. And so they've done a number of games so far. Specifically, uh, they've done four. One of them was not a game so much as like a weird like social network kind of thing, Mitomo, which ended up not being a really great experience. It was about like asking friends questions. It was a very Nintendo kind of social network. That ended up being taken down. For games, uh, they have Mario Run, which is still available and is still actually getting support. What that is, is it's a Mario Infinite Runner that, um, that struggled initially because uh, it was a premium title, meaning you have the first like couple of levels for free and then you can pay 10 bucks to unlock it. Um, that struggled and underperformed uh, because Nintendo misunderstood what people want out of the mobile market. Um, 
Because people don't like paying $10 for games. I mean, they got tons of negative reviews just from people who were concerned as to why Nintendo, you know, why, you know, $10 is too expensive for a phone game. Even though it's really not, considering the value of Mario Run and how much content was in it, but whatever. Then came um, Fire Emblem Heroes, which is still going on. Um, it's a gotcha-style um, strategy game where you are opening chests or orbs and trying to get heroes and um, trying to level up those heroes, and then you're going on daily challenges to complete maps, etc. Um, this has been remarkably successful. Actually, they have five games. I'm thinking about another one. So this one has been remarkably successful. Um, another one was uh, Pocket Camp. Uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, which has seen limited success. Um, and the... I played it for a while, and then I realized that it just wasn't deep enough of a Animal Crossing experience for me. I just decided that I would wait for a real Animal Crossing game, for better or for worse. Um, and then, so what do we have? We had Mario Run, so we had Mitomo, Mario Run, uh, Animal Crossing, Pocket Camp, and Fire Emblem Heroes. They might have gotten scrambled. The last one is Dragalia Lost, which is a new IP, which is like an action RPG thing. Again, with that gotcha style, we're getting new heroes. Um, and that has been fine, right? I mean, they, they've said good things about the amount of money they have made. Um, but I, I think it struggled because it wasn't a Nintendo property. Well, that's their history so far. They've experimented a lot, and they've definitely settled on um, the thing that we know is traditional mobile monetization works for their Nintendo games. That's how you make money. You have to use the traditional mobile monetization methods. Um, and people seem to be very happy to spend money on these video games. Um, but Nintendo reportedly has actually told some of the companies that are making their games to tone down the kind of monetization practices to try and keep things under control so they don't want to hurt the brand which actually makes it kind of interesting um, for some mobile developers because they get into the business to try and use all those tactics to try and get you know make as much as they can and to have the opportunity to work to work with Nintendo but then to be told that you can't you have to limit how much money you can make um, it's got to be a little frustrating um, but now Nintendo is coming in with what I think is their best shot at mainstream, quote-unquote, mobile success. And that's Dr. Mario World. Um, just about everybody that's listening to this podcast has played Dr. Mario before. If you have not, um, you are dropping multicolored tablets into a jar filled with uh, matching colored viruses and the idea is you want to make three so if you have two red viruses you want to throw part of a red pill onto those and as long as you match three you make them go away and the idea is to clear them all out um match three puzzle is doing incredibly well on mobile this is just a proven fact and so by just taking the match three puzzle 
mechanics, just the standard match three puzzle trappings, like um, having you know limited energy so that you have to come back and play when your hearts come back, and having a set bespoke puzzle that you have a limited number of moves to complete, right? Like you have only so many pills that you can throw into the bottle. Um, and, you know, having, you know, like having stages that you go through that are each filled with X number of puzzles, following that and then power-ups to help finish levels if you, if you get stuck, having that shell is a very big deal. Um, and because some of the most popular games that any of us can think of on mobile follow those, those patterns. I mean, let's think about Candy Crush, right? That game is still getting support. It is still easily one of the biggest games on mobile. Um, and it's a match three puzzle game. Um, Dr. Mario also has that opportunity to, you know, feature some of that Nintendo charm, which will, I think, help it kind of rise above. Um, I know a lot of folks, you know, traditional, you know, gaming podcasts and sites, you know, when they heard about this game, were really concerned about the standard mobile practice, you know, the, but, and we're saying, you know, let me pay $20 and just have unlimited energy or something like that. Um, Nintendo ain't going to do that. <laughs> uh, one of the advantages to having, from a game design perspective, to having like a limited number of um, attempts and limiting it by lives is it they don't have to create content that quickly, um, relatively, right? Like you're kind of gated by how quickly you can play um, and they can easily track it. And, um, you know, that kind of keeps you playing the game longer based on the content drops in the worlds that they create. So I think this is gonna be a big deal. My match three puzzle games really hit a wide portion of the gaming population, right? There's casual gamers that'll play it. Hardcore gamers love Dr. Mario. Um, I mean, I remember when Candy Crush was at its peak being at work and having everyone, including managers, playing Candy Crush, like, at their desks. Um, this is the kind of game that can absolutely captivate people. Um, and it's coming July 10th, very, very soon. Um, it even has some interesting layers, like, you can unlock different Mario heroes, like, different doctors. So, it starts with Dr. Mario, but you can also do unlock Dr. Peach, Dr. Toad, Dr. Luigi... Um, and even Dr. Bowser, and all of them have interesting powers that are triggered at certain points within the level. Um, like, for example, Dr. Peach randomly will clear one whole column, um, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, Toad blows up, like, ten viruses at random. You know, that type of thing. I think that's neat. Um, obviously, you know, you're going to open them and through gotcha mechanics, because of course you are. Um... Yeah, I can't wait. Listen, it's less than a month away. It's already June 19th, and it's coming out. This is coming out July 10th. So this is, you know, two, three weeks, and we got a new Dr. Mario game. I personally cannot wait to give it a shot. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, are you going to play this game? Um, I'm going to go ahead and share this into the Engaged Family Gaming community. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. So you guys have yourself a great day. 
and I will talk to you soon. Bye now. Oh, wait. Why am I forgetting this? Um, as if you didn't need, you know, of course, you don't need a reminder, but until tomorrow, don't forget to get your family game on. See you soon. Bye now.